and welcome back to another episode of And Then. This is Drew, and today we are doing another Girl Dad episode, which means only one thing. Guess who's here? Say hi, Kayla. Hi. That is our theme. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, today is uh, October 30th, which means tomorrow is... Halloween. Halloween. So we already recorded the Halloween episode, which is set to be released at midnight on Halloween. And God willing, so will this. Uh, so today we decided that we are going to be talking about the Scream franchise, um, started off by Wes Craven. I love Scream. Scream is like one of my favorite horror movie franchises. It's like not too scary, but it's, it's like it brings comedy to it. I think it's I think it's a really good franchise. Yeah, I think it's one of those I introduced to you first because, yeah, it, it is pretty tame as far as I mean, yeah, it's a little violent. It's got bad language and and all that other stuff. But uh, compared to other horror movies, um, it wasn't as as bad. So uh, Scream came out in 1996. Uh, it had a 80% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, 81% uh, critic score. This movie came out like in the mid 90s. My favorite timeline for for movies and stuff is like 1995 to like 2005, that kind of stuff. Like so, like movies like like Scream and Scream 2, obviously Scream 3. I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff. Like I. I love all those movies. The Faculty. The Faculty. Halloween H20. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Scream was one of the ones where uh, I remember when it first came out. I wasn't watching it during the initial release. Um, I watched it when it went down to the um, the Dollar Theater. I watched it at Portage Theater, I think. And yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was just going to be like a horror movie, just sort of straight up horror movie. But uh, it was like smarter than that. They, they were self-aware. It was one of the first horror movies or scary movies that i've seen where they actually reference the horror movie genre and, and movies in it and the tropes in it and making fun of it basically all the, the critiques that we, we probably have with horror movies where sometimes they're just really stupid in horror movies yeah or like the rules to a horror movie yeah so it, it's it's very meta this movie's very meta it's very self-aware so and how, that, that's why you, you have all the jokes and then you have a bunch of references for like wes craven's other movies was Craven very popular for the uh, he was the Nightmare on Elm Street? That was the the one where I think that got him to mm. be really really famous. But but yeah, uh, so Scream. Any first thoughts about Scream when I sh- I showed it to you, right? Yeah, I remember the day you showed me, but like I don't remember my first first intro to it. But I definitely remember you showing me it, and I was like, wow, this is actually not that scary. It was actually a lot of fun watching it. You definitely thought it was different. I think this was like my first intro to horror movies. And then the the people in this movie were like, like uh, Nev Campbell was a big movie or a big movie star. She was a big TV star. She was on like Party of Five and stuff. Uh, Courtney Cox, big TV star. She was on Friends. David Arquette it was David Arquette. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know Skeet Ulrich. I, I don't think I've ever seen him before this movie. You know Drew Barrymore. I think out of everybody on this cast list, Drew Barrymore was like the biggest star. And walking into the movie, you kind of thought that she was like the main character. Yeah. Um, but nah, she dies uh, the first like 20 minutes of the movie. I still find it funny that like, you know, in that main cast picture, she's in it. 
I just still think it's like. I mean, it's marketing. Yeah. It's marketing, and they did. I think she was originally gonna play Sydney's character, and then she decided it's like, no, I want to be, uh, I want to be the the Casey character. I want to be the character that gets killed in the beginning because it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the movie that anybody can die in this movie. Yeah. And this is where a lot of uh, the modern horror tropes uh, started. They kind of like piggyback off of the Halloween and the old slasher movies, Friday the 13th and all that stuff. Um, and they kind of just uh, turn it on its head uh, with all the, the in-movie references and all that stuff. And I think it's the first movie I can remember. The killer is basically stalking them on the phone and harassing mm-hmm. them on the phone like that. Um, there's probably a movie out there like that, but it's first that I can remember. What's your favorite scary movie? That's like a, an iconic line. Yeah. Um, and just having the conversation, you know, just building up towards it isn't just like uh, somebody walking into a room and, oh, what's going on? It's, it's very creepy in here. And then the killer comes out and kills him. It's more like they're talking to him. And it seems like a very casual conversation at first. And then it starts to get a little darker. And then it, and then it, ter- like, it builds. It builds mm-hmm. to like um, the big action scenes. Let's talk about the trivia for Scream. I'm just going to go through all these. I'm not going to go through all of them, but I'll. So uh, Matthew Lillard was cast as Stu Mocker by chance after accompanying his then-girlfriend to an unrelated audition taking place elsewhere in the same building. Casting director Lisa Beach saw Lillard in the hallway and asked him to audition for the part. He got into the role with incredible ferocity. So he he wasn't even supposed to be in this movie. Oh, wow. Could have sworn, though, he also auditioned for uh, uh, Billy. That would have been so weird. Uh, But yeah, they thought that he just wasn't handsome enough. Courtney Cox approached the production to pursue the role. She was interested in playing a bitch character to offset her nice friend's image. This image was the main reason why the producers initially refused to consider Cox for the part. Cox continued to lobby the studio as she felt she could believably play the character. Her efforts ultimately succeeded. Mm-hmm. Well, good for her. Yeah. Uh, the use of caller ID increased more than threefold after the release of this film. Yeah, now, this, I would think so. This was a time where, you know, caller ID was pretty new. Uh, Jamie Kennedy was chosen for the role of Randy because he would often improvise humor into his lines, which made director Wes Craven laugh. Uh, Drew Barrymore and Nev Campbell did not meet Roger Jackson, the actor who played the voice, before shooting commenced. Whenever they are talking on the phone to the killer, they are actually talking to him. In fact, none of the cast met him. Craven thought that would be better to bring out the shock reactions he needed from everyone when they heard that voice. Oh, wow. Uh, During production, Ghostface's signature black robe was going to be white to make him appear even more like a ghost. This was changed in fear of people comparing the costume to those that the Ku Klux Klan wear. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, I could see that. The film was released in December, five days before Christmas. The studio did this because during the holiday season, family-friendly movies are usually released, and the studio wants to give the horror audience something to see during a time when no horror movies would be out. It opened at number four with $6.4 million, which led the studio to believe the film had flopped. However, the film's good word of mouth is what led to its success at the box office. With every week, it went up or stayed at the same place in the box office. By the end of its run, it ended up making over $100 million at the U.S. box office. Uh, Rose McGowan dyed her hair blonde for the role of Tatum in order to contrast her naturally brown hair from that of Nev Campbell. Originally, 
titled Scary Movie, which was later used for a parody of this movie and other pop culture horror films in the Scary Movie film franchise. The term Scary Movie is mentioned five times. The producers had originally intended to use Roger Jackson's voice only as a placeholder, dubbing over it during post-production. They decided that Jackson's contribution was perfect and kept it. Wes Craven described it as an intelligent and evil voice that would become irreplaceable to the franchise. Wes Craven initially removed the bit where Casey says the first Nightmare on Elm Street film is great, but the rest suck, because I thought that would make me look like an egomaniac. Kevin Williamson convinced him to keep it, pointing out that it is something a real-life fan would say about the movies. Wes Craven initially turned down the film. He was already busy developing a remake of The Haunting and was considering distancing himself from the horror genre. He signed on to direct after Drew Barrymore agreed to appear in the film. Also, he was confronted by a young little boy fan who was about 10. The boy accused Craven of going soft and that he had more guts back in the day when he was making movies like Last House on the Left. That pushed him over the edge, and he called the people at Miramax and agreed to do Scream. Drew Barrymore shot Oliver's scenes in the first five days of production. Wes Craven had seen Nev Campbell in Party of Five and asked her to audition for the part. He believed she could portray a character who was innocent, but who could also realistically handle herself while dealing with the physical conflict and emotions required by the role. Nev Campbell was originally going to say no to the film, as she is especially afraid of horror movies. But when hearing her co-star, Skeet Ulrich from The Craft, was going to appear, she agreed. On the directors in 2007, David Arquette revealed that he presumptuously turned down the role of Billy in favor for playing Dewey, which was originally written as a hunky leading man part. What? So yeah, he was, he was gonna, they offered him Billy. Tori Spelling was considered for the role of Sidney Prescott. At one point in the movie... Dewey says he sees Sydney as a young Meg Ryan. Sydney replies with, with my luck, it would be Tori Spelling. She would eventually cameo in Scream 2 as Sydney Prescott in the fictional in-universe film Stab. Oh, that's who that is? I was like, wait, who's that? Oh, no, 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 I can see the face. Joaquin Phoenix turned down the role of Billy Loomis. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking of him on that how he looked in the Joker, but now I'm thinking of like... That would have been, that would have been like, creepy. Um, yeah. He could have done it. Other directors were brought in before Wes Craven, but they were all nixed in part because they viewed the script as a comedy. You cannot be funny when somebody's dying, says Craven. He instead loves to find the humor and the tension between kills. All the killer's phone calls were really done by Roger Jackson on set with a cell phone. At one point, the crew were contacted by the police demanding to know who they were because they thought there was a real killer making the phone calls. Oh, wow. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. auditioned for the role of Stu. I think he would have been a great Billy Loomis. Yeah, I don't think Stu. That would have been so crazy to have uh, Freddie Prince Jr. be the killer at the end because he's always the good guy. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah. Maybe he could have been like I mean, another I like, character in like the later movies. Maybe yeah. like Mickey. Yeah, I like I like Skeet Ulrich too, but I don't know. Kind of wish uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, did that. Um, but then he would have been. All right, and finally. Matthew Lillard is a critic of the film. He stated, it is not a perfect film. He said, I think the opening sequence is incredible. It sets the tone for everything else, and the middle of the movie sort of gets bogged down. Then the end sequence, the last 20 minutes, is incredible. You earn so much street cred in those first 20 minutes that the rest of the movie, it sort of tanks. 
and then it comes screaming up to finish strong. Lillard had a lot more to say. I think what is in that last sequence is the ability to laugh at the same time that you're horrified. To be like, oh my god, that's crazy. They're stabbing each other. The brutality, the killing of Tatum, and then you're laughing in the middle of it all. I think it's an intersection you don't see very often, and it's really hard to hit. It's hard to scare the crap out of people and make them laugh at the same time. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we're going to do this. I am going to go, so I'm going on to SlashFilm.com, and they have every Scream movie ranked. We're just going to go through how they rank it, so we're going to start with number six. Okay. So number six is Scream 2022, so Scream 5. So the first one with Jenna Ortega and all of them? Yes. Okay. So what did you think about this movie? I thought it was okay. I think the one after it was definitely a lot better, but I think this one was a good intro to coming back into the franchise. Well, now going to the next movie, I thought the next movie was a lot better, but it was a good intro to all the new characters, the new like storyline. I think it did all of that well, but I definitely thought it could be better. Now looking back at it, I do think it's a little on the boring side and not the most memorable Scream movie. So I'm the opposite. I think it's better than um, Six. Um, number one, the main characters aren't as annoying this one as in Six. In Six, especially the girl, uh, Randy's Well, Mindy. Niece. But I still, I think the latest one is really good. There are a few people who should have died in that one. Like, there's no way you're surviving that. You're getting stabbed like that. You're not going to yeah. survive. So that's another thing. And then I also like seeing Jack Quaid in this one. Um, I like seeing um, Billy as like a spirit or whatever he was. Yeah. This is the last one where you have, you have Nev, you have uh, Courtney Cox, you have David Arquette, you have, you know, the, the originals in there. Because after this one, like the next one, there's no Nev Campbell, there's no David Arquette. All you get is Courtney Cox and Court- and, and she just plays, she plays the character the same way she played it in like the first one. Yeah, but now she's like. Well, you'll see her, like, mourning the loss of Dewey, like, a little bit. But then she'll, like... Yeah, but then she's, like, she's still that selfish reporter trying to get the story. It was just weird. Yeah. Um, all right, so at number five, Scream 3. I'm not the biggest fan of Scream 3. I know people that, enjo- like, enjoyed Scream 3. I thought Scream 3 was your favorite one. No. I said that's Mommy's favorite. Oh. That's not my favorite. Uh-uh. Oh. That one's, like, eh. I mean, I like the Hollywood stuff. I like the movie within a movie stuff. And it was different from the first two is, is what I liked. And it, and it went back to the first one, too, because it, it went back to the story of the backstory of the mom and all that stuff. Yeah. It was kind of stupid that the brother came out. Like, that was, that was out of nowhere, but... I feel like there's always, like, a weird sibling relation in horror movie franchises. Like, I feel like it always turns out to be like, oh, my God, that's my brother. Yeah. And like, that... with Halloween, with the one storyline, they got him being her brother yeah it's it's just a way to tie in like obviously uh, a long lost brother who got given up through through adoption is is has more tension with the actual the other kid who who actually got to be raised by the mom and all that stuff yeah um i could under sibling rivalry it just came out of nowhere that's that's just the main thing like her whole backstory came out of nowhere so but i thought this was more like a funny one and it was such an early 2000s movie that's why I liked it. It had a lot of actors in there that I love. Uh, Patrick Warburton's in there. He does the voice of Kronk in... Oh, um, yeah. Emperor's 
new groove. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's an he's a, a dewdrop. We just call him dewdrop. Um, and Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey's in there. You have Jay and Silent Bob pop in there for no reason. I halfway thought that they were killed in this movie. No, they just pop up for a cameo. And then Lance Henriksen was in it. He's the old guy that was like the head producer or whatever. Oh. But yeah, I, I just, this was a nostalgia. I liked it how it went back to the original. And then every character had like uh, an, a quote-unquote actor playing their character. And they were interacting with them. Like you had a fake Dewey. You had a fake Gale. You had a fake uh, uh, Sydney. You had a fake Dewey. Dude, drop. So, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I found it entertaining. I remember just watching it and just, it was just so different. But yeah, so that's number five of Scream 3. Number four, Scream 4. I used to really not like Scream 4 for some reason, but now I'm like, it's getting better to me, but I used to not like it. I just, I didn't like Emma Roberts' character at I... that time, but now I definitely understand the hype around it, but at that time when I first watched it, I just did not like it. I think it's the only one where it was a shock when you find out who the killer is. Yeah, that one was a really big shock. Because the whole movie you're thinking Emma Roberts is going to take over for Nev Campbell to being the main girl of the series because she plays like her cousin or whatever. Yeah. Plays her cousin. And it's Emma Roberts. You know, she plays the innocent person in every movie before this. So... Um, I liked it because that was a, that was a crazy twist where I was just like I didn't see that coming. I was so shocked. And then she and she ended up killing the the dude that was working. Charlie. Charlie killed Charlie. Oh, and weren't Charlie. they like dating or something? I think so, but didn't Charlie like? I think I don't even know. It was just that was whole like thing 30? confused me because like then they were like being all cutesy with each other when they were like announcing that they were the killers, but then he had that thing with Kirby, but then he stabbed Kirby. Right. So. And Kirby survived. Yeah. Um, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. So yeah, Scream Four. I I thought it. I thought it was fun, especially since this this came after like we had a, had a a Scream movie. What 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 year was Scream Four made? Twenty ten something something in the tens. All right. So it's been a few years since we had um, a Scream movie. So I thought because going into it, I thought I knew what was gonna happen, and then they kind of flipped it on me. That's why I liked it. The whole ending was 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 insane. She was insane in this movie and it's the first time i've seen her play any kind of role like this where she was like a crazy insane person yeah but but yeah scream four number four so number three scream six this is probably my least favorite one that's like one of my favorites i think i think my favorites are two and six yeah mine would have to be like the original trilogy four but you know what? It goes in so order. So literally just in order. I think it kind of goes in order. Even though I would put five, maybe after three. Really? I would probably put five after three. I would put five, I think, at the end. Because I have, I mean, I have uh, an attachment to the first three. Yeah, I like the first one. I think my top three are the first, second, and six. Mm, my top three are probably the first, the third, and the fifth. Yeah, I don't know why, but for some reason, I really like the second one. And then the fourth. Six was okay. It was just, it was a lot of stuff I rolled my eyes at. Again, I, I hated the Mindy character. I hated her so much. She was so annoying. Maybe it would have been better if she wasn't in the movie. I felt she was miscast. I felt like she tries to sound so much like Randy and tries to act like so much like Randy. And it just, it comes out forced. And 
and I don't know. I like the brother. Yeah. I thought the even though the brother should have died the way he was stabbed. Yeah. Like, but I think they want to keep the Jenna Ortega character and him going. Ugh. Whatever that dynamic is. Yeah, it's weird. I, I feel like they have no chemistry. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, because to me, I always felt like they had a brother-sister chemistry. So mm-hmm. Like an older brother taking care yeah, of a little sister. Yeah, and plus, I, I don't know why. I mean, it, they're probably not, but I always felt like like she was so much younger than them, but I guess she's not. I guess maybe they're like uh, two or three years yeah. older because I guess they're they're still on. They're all in college, all 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 of them, mm-hmm. right? Even the big sister? Yeah. And honestly, the big sister is, I, I like her, um, I, I like Jenna Ortega, but I like the, what's the character's name? Sam. Sam. I like I like Sam. She's like a perfect replacement for Nev Campbell, but still, I need Nev Campbell. Like, kill her. Bring her in the beginning of, do what you do with Drew Barrymore. Bring her in the beginning of, of, of um, Scream 7, 7 and have her answer the phone, and then she finally gets killed. Yeah. And then uh, that's when um, Gail has to investigate. And then they bring in, oh, there's uh, Sid's cousin. I don't know. They bring in a, <laughs> a random family member, or or this is this is Stu's uh, sister, you know, and she's like ah, acting all crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, Scream Six not my favorite. It was it was again. There's no Scream movies that I hate. I like them all, but Scream Six is probably the one. It was probably like it felt like not as bad, but it felt like a Halloween ends to me. It felt I was sitting there at one point and I was just like. Oh, what is this? And then it, it felt like remember when we watched Creed three? Creed three was an okay yeah. movie, but there was something missing, and his name is Rocky. Scream was okay, but there was something missing, and her name is Sydney. Like you can't have these unless she's unless she kill her. See, like she pops up for every other ghost face murder. She uh, comes out of hiding and goes to to stop it. Mm-hmm. So here she's like, yeah, like whatever. They're in New York. I'm too far. I don't want to help. All right, so number three was Scream 6. You want to guess what number two is? Um, What do we have left? One, two? Mm-hmm. Two? Scream 2. Yeah. I like Scream 2. Number one, there were so many... I like the cafeteria cameos. scene. Cafeteria scene was all right. I like it. Top Gun. Yeah. Um, I never understood it until you showed me Top Gun. Yeah. Like, I now, like, looking back and watching the movie after I watched Top Gun, I'm like... Oh, it all makes sense now. Yeah, where he just sings awkwardly. But I like the how it, all the cameos in it. I like the beginning too. The beginning. Yeah, the beginning was good, and then it was also too it was one of those movie within a movie because mm-hmm. uh, it starts off with Jada Pinkett. <laughs> 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 I think uh, people watch it now; they're gonna love it a whole lot more. Yeah. She gets completely. Oh my gosh, she gets stabbed. And she's crying in front of everybody, and nobody cares. Aren't they like cheering or something? Yeah, they're like, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. kind of like I'm surprised I haven't seen like a a meme or something for that yet because oh yeah, the way people feel about her right now, I'm pretty. There's sure probably a meme somewhere. Yeah, where she's like ah, dying, and everybody's like yeah, killer. So yeah. Uh, so then number one is Scream One. Yeah, I agree. So Scream One, I mean, you can't be better than the original. The mm-hmm. original. It's just a lot of stuff you didn't see before. It's a lot of self-awareness. There's a lot of in-references to other movies. Matthew Lillard's uh, Stu character is like, he was one of the, he, to me, he was comic relief. And, <laughs> um, well, so was Randy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Randy was funny too, but but Stu was funnier. I feel like he got funnier once it turned out that he was the killer. Um, yeah. Because he was, he was just insane and spitting all over. So. Ugh, gross. Um, and 
the last Scream movie, Scream 6, kind of left it open as far as if he's alive or not. Because I remember mm-hmm. they saw the TV and they were just like, oh, this is what killed Stu. And it's like, oh, I don't think he died. Or They they put one, they throw one line out there where just like, oh, did he die though? I heard that he did it. Yeah. So, because all we saw of him was the TV fell on his face and he was like, he got electrocuted and then that's it. I mean, you could guess you could survive. Or maybe that. he had a kid and then he, him and the kid will be the next one. Uh, that's a stretch like he could had had a kid and then like he'll be like the background like the kind of like the tech guy but not really a tech guy but he'll have like the kid i think he could just do it by himself and just be crazy really but then again you always have to have two killers mm-hmm. so you could have him and then you could have i thought it been, i've seen like edits of or have, like or have jenna ortega or her sister be a killer yeah I, i've seen edits of like you know how she takes off Spoiler, you know how she takes off the mask when she's killing the guy? Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen edits that they like, oh, what if Sam was the killer and this was her unmasking? I think it would be really cool if Sam was a killer. Yeah, they should have Sam be the killer, and then she eventually just tries to kill Jenna. She has the killer blood. Or Jenna. Mm. I wouldn't mind, uh, like, like, because Sam seems like she's kind of, like, fighting being that. Yeah. And doesn't want to be that, but Jenna's... Uh, her character's a different story. I feel like her character would be more like, I'm going to the dark side. I'm tired of being the victim. I'm going to be the killer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, it'll kind of be like the Emma Roberts thing where you're like, <gasps> but they got to do something. I know they're going to do another one. They're going to keep doing these. Like they keep doing Halloween's. Like, you know. They just need to kill off Mindy. They need to kill off Mindy. Keep You can keep the guy. Yeah. Get, get rid of that love story though. Um, yeah. Or maybe have it where, where uh, Jenna kills him. But nobody knows that she kills him. And then she's just mourning him, but then it turns out she's the she's the killer all along. Mm-hmm. But or it could be like a Kirby Charlie situation. They're like they were like kind of something, and then she kills him, and then he's like, "What?" Yeah, I'm I'm looking for. I don't know. I don't think they're. I mean, obviously they're probably not filming now because they have the writer strike. But I would like to think because with this writer strike, it's it's all about paying the actors fairly, and I feel like if they settle this, they'll give. Nev Campbell the money that she's asking for. Yeah. And that she deserves. Um, she's Nev Campbell. I mean, to be fair, if she was a male character, she would probably be getting paid um, what she's supposed to be getting paid. Yeah. But this is how Hollywood works. Oh, yeah. So, if you had, if you were if you were to write the next screen movie, how, how would it be? What, what would you... Well, I think I've sprinkled a little bit, but maybe it could either be the stew and the kid, I think. I had that was a great idea from me. Now, what was the idea that you just had? You said an idea. Oh, I wanted um. What's what's Jen Ortega's character's name? Tara. Tara. Lou. Tara. Yeah, I want Tara to be the killer, but I don't want us to know she's the killer until the end. Yeah, or they could have a Charlie Kirby situation. Yeah. I'll should, enjoy that too. Or shit, just have. Oh, oh, your idea was the Nev Campbell coming back for a beginning scene. Oh, yeah. That, well, I like that idea. Yeah, like, okay, if she does, if you don't want to pay her, I mean, obviously you got to pay her the money, but if, if she doesn't want to be in the whole freaking movie, in the beginning, she gets a call from Ghostface and uh, she gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. But they shouldn't, they should leave it open-ended. So it looks like she died. Oh, she died. And then she just pops up at the end and saves the day. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's um, good. they could do something like that. Like she shows up and she has a hospital bracelet on. Yeah, you have that, and then have one of the sisters be the killer. I think would be good. Don't. I really hope they don't bring out like, oh, this is so and so's. This is Emma Roberts' best friend from. 
great best friend's kid who who's coming to avenge her death. Like I I I feel like make the killer one of the what what do they call them? Um the the core five. Core four. Core four. And then they do that weird hand thing. Yeah, so cheesy. I hate that. <laughs> um, it's so I darn cheesy. It's so cheesy. I hate it. I I, I again I think it's Mindy because Mindy wasn't Mindy doing it. No, or that no, was, it was it was dude. Chad. It was Chad. It was her brother Chad. I don't like how they're written. I don't like how they're acted. Um, but I guess that's what we're getting. I, I was kind of happy that we thought that they both died. I thought they both died mm-hmm. in in uh, Scream Six because it looked like she died in the freaking subway. I wish she died. Because that sounds so bad. That, I just we wish. We saw it in the in the trailer. We thought that she gets killed. It's like, oh yay, they kill her. The the most annoying character in the movie. Oh, wait, what about that boyfriend guy that Sam has? He could be a killer, but that's too predictable. I totally forgot about him. Yeah, I just realized. It could be him, but I think if they did that, it's too predictable. They've already done the boyfriend thing. They made it so... Did he survive? Yeah, he came... He got the cops. He's the one that got the police. Oh. Yeah, I remember that guy from Arrow. Yeah, he was just like, ugh, whatever. They better not... Do, he better have died already or just die before or maybe he can be a beginning if they don't do nev campbell he can be the beginning he just wasn't that much of an interesting character to bring him yeah back. it's just like he was just such a throwaway he was just there to be a red hair and he was just there so people people could be like that's the killer that's well what the then they'll they can just him. kill him in the beginning yeah if or, they don't get nev campbell i mean they don't even have to he wasn't even that important so in the next movie they don't even have to say anything about him Sure, will be like, oh, yeah. And she has a new boyfriend. He got too sick of it. He yeah. was too it's overwhelmed. Like, oh, it didn't work out with this guy, so I got uh, this guy who looks like Jack Quaid. I don't know. And it was I thought it was funny in Scream 6 that the whole movie, I was looking at the, one of their friends, and I'm like, hey, he looks like Jack Quaid. And then, oh, he turns out, oh, that's my brother. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, what the heck? How are they going to have him? Whatever. Like, it was so obvious. Again, I still like these movies, even when they get stupid. Just like the Halloween movies, I like. Like, I like Halloween Four. Yeah, that was good. Like, I even though there was a lot of stupidness in it, um, but overall, it went back to just being Michael Myers trying to kill, try to kill a family member. Um, I thought uh, the little girl. I mean, she's not a little girl now, but I thought um, Danielle Harris did an amazing job, especially as a child actor, because a lot of child actors are. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, she, for she was really, like kid. you felt for her. Like mm-hmm. that whole movie, she was. She was I, just crying yeah, was and crying and crying, or she was screaming, or she was terrified, or or she was sad. Like, yeah. um, I'm surprised that she hasn't been like a big. I mean, maybe it's because she's, she still looks like she's like 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, it's hard to, you know, she's really small. But but yeah, you you don't need to be. These movies don't need to be perfect for me. You just need to. Get everything checked off the checklist of what we expect from a screen movie. Yeah. Give us characters we root for. Also, give us characters that we hate so that we we want to see them get killed. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's the thing. Sometimes they do too much where they make people so unlikable that they're like, oh my god, and then it's there. It's obvious. It's like okay, they have this person be like this, and so we don't like them, so it won't be that big of a loss when they get killed. Yeah. Out of a lot of horror movies, I think the Scream movies, I just bought, I bought the original Scream trilogy on 4K, and I got Scream 5 on 4K, so I just need 4 and 6. 4 is not on 4K yet, or you have it on DVD. It's on the streaming thing, so mm-hmm. I'll probably do it. So uh, That's the Scream franchise. Uh, speaking of Halloween, though, what are your plans for Halloween tomorrow? Um, 
Um, that's a big mystery right now, but I think I'm going trick-or-treating with my cousin and friends, and I'm going to be Batman. She was originally supposed, well, she's supposed to be Raven, and her friend's going to be Beast Boy. And I was supposed to be Starfire, but costume wouldn't come in, in time, so she just has to get her costume for Raven. And then so I'm Batman. How come you weren't, you didn't pick somebody from the Titans? I think her other friends are doing, I was supposed to be Starfire, but the costume wouldn't come in in time. Robin well, that's what I I already bought my Batman costume, and Batman kind of goes with the Titans. Oh. Isn't he like the like kind of like above? I mean, he's kind of one of the leaders. I guess. Yeah. Well, just because Titans comes from like the Justice League, they're kind of just like the kid version of the Justice League, and they help the Justice League at times. Sometimes they fight the Justice League. Oh, yeah, it still correlates. It's not like completely different. So I'm just gonna be back. Yeah, scream. So uh. When the when Scream Seven comes out, we'll review it. Yep. And hopefully, uh, Mindy dies in it. If she doesn't, we're gonna be frustrated. Yeah. All right. So uh, from Drew and Kayla. And then. <laughs>